40 days, an elevation of 8,848 meters in $45,000 later, you've summited Mount Everest. I'm Monica Moss, and thanks for tuning in to episode one of my podcast covering all you need to know on Mount Everest. A trek that is not for the faint-hearted, leaving more than 300 mountaineers dead, including 11 just this year. Even though the numbers are drastic, there are hundreds of climbers that refuse to let the unknowns and costs get in the way of accomplishing the summit of a lifetime. 800 climbers per year will begin their ascent on the monstrous mountain, which separates the border of China and Nepal. Climbers will begin their training years in advance, similar to training for a marathon. Ice axe and crampons, a couple of the many devices used to maneuver the unforgiving terrain of Everest. A photograph taken by climber Nirmal Pruja went viral as it shows a heavy traffic jam near the summit of Everest, which left 11 people dead due to overexposure in the death zone. When interviewed, Nirmal expresses the gratefulness he has for the photo going viral as it's motivated government to change rules and regulations for climbing Mount Everest. Whoever is inclined to climb knows exactly what they're about to be up against, and as I said earlier, years of training will go into preparing. Now, if you're still thinking of climbing Mount Everest, listen closely. Recommendations of previous high elevation climbs reaching at around 8,000 meters is crucially advocated to adjust to the unforgiving climate changes Everest has to offer. Many climbers will follow a three-phase training technique, which includes base, build, and peak. Base training focuses on increasing climbers' VO2 max while also working to increase lung capacity to take in as much oxygen as possible. The base training then moves into the physical side of jogging, biking, weightlifting, and hitting the Stairmaster. Introducing the building phase, climbers will increase their workouts and add in more weight. Lastly, the peak phase begins being the short months leading up to the ascent of Mount Everest. Climbers will take their conditioning to the maximum level. This includes minimal days off, longer hikes, and even longer jogs. Heading into the ascent, knowing you can't control any factor of the climb, it is important to be ready for anything. Though dedication and work are unimaginable, there are inspiring stories beyond our greatest beliefs of young and elderly people who have tackled the Great Mountain. Of course, I need to touch on the first individuals to climb Mount Everest. Let me take you back to spring of 1953. Edmund Hillary, 33 years old, and Tenzing Norgay, 38 years old, are seen in a black and white photograph smiling ear to ear. They had done what others before them could not do. They reached the top of the world. In an interview with National Geographic, Edmund Hillary stated that both Tenzing and himself thought that once they climbed the mountain, it was unlikely that anyone would make the attempt afterwards. Not only had they conquered the impossible, they unknowingly sparked a flame in mountaineers for generations to come. As of now, more than 7,646 people have summited and numbers are still rising. They paved the way for climbers like Jordan Romero, who, believe it or not, summited Everest at the age of 13 years old, holding the world record to be the youngest person to climb Mount Everest, accomplishing such a dangerous act at such a young age. Not only Jordan, but Jordan's family received more backlash than ever. While Jordan was ascending during his expedition, the world was following his every move, via blog post Jordan had set up. Many media platforms and outsiders questioned his dad's parenting when not only allowing his 13-year-old to summit the tallest mountain in the world, but to join him for the expedition himself. When media personnel sat down to interview Mr. Romero and his girlfriend, he simply put it this way, When you are hiking with Jordan, you are not hiking with a 13-year-old boy. You are hiking with a man. Jordan has now gone to climb the seven summits of the world. There is no stopping him. On May 23rd of 2013, climbed to the top of Mount Everest for the third time at the age of 80 years old. 
Not only had Mira set the world record to be the oldest climber to summit, but he plans to summit again at the age of 90. As I went down, he said, I felt the probability I would die was 100% to 120% even. These were the words of Mira as he descended from the summit of Mount Everest. As incredible as his story already is, it becomes unimaginable. Prior to the summit, Mira had undergone three open heart surgeries and a long procedure to repair his shattered pelvis. In many articles, Mira recalls countless dreams of climbing Mount Everest at this age, and he encourages others to follow their dreams as well. Now, by this point, you may be asking yourself, why on earth do people put themselves in these positions? Isn't going to a scary movie or going on an airplane adrenaline filling enough? Well, Mira ties it in perfectly. I found a quote where he touches on the obsession himself that many others have with Everest. It's the mountain I love most, he says. The mountain I pay the most respect to. When I climbed my first mountain, though it wasn't anywhere near the elevation of Everest, words still can't describe the peace and accomplishment I felt while reaching the summit. Even though my legs felt like jello and I was tired beyond belief, the fear of not finishing crept in with every single step. And all of a sudden, it suddenly had no meaning. I was determined to prove myself. When I got to the top, I remember looking down and thinking to myself, I did that, and no one could take that away. All the patience and hard work I put in had paid off. So I understand to an extent why anybody would want to put themselves in the position of climbing the world's tallest mountain. I understand the risk, the drive, and the want to accomplish something greater than yourself. I'd like to share with you listeners my favorite quote said by Edmund Hillary himself. He says, While on top of Everest, I looked across the valley towards the great peak Makalu and mentally worked out a route about how it could be climbed. It showed me that even though I was standing on top of the world, it wasn't the end of everything. I was still looking beyond to other interesting challenges. I like to believe that life is sort of like climbing a mountain. We get so far to reach this certain point, we get to enjoy it, and soon we are on to the next obstacle, adventure, and moment. Whether you're literally climbing your mountain or figuring out your next career move, all of it teaches us lessons and evidently shapes us as humans. We get to find inspiration in individuals like Hillary and Tenzing and so many others that have conquered greatness. They show us that with hard work, patience, and passion, we can do anything. I hope from listening to this that it encourages you to tackle your Everest. Thanks for tuning in and happy climbing.